Well, good morning. I want to welcome you to First Baptist Church this morning as we get started for worship. And uh, so delighted to have you with us and thank you for coming. I know we have some visitors with us. And so, so we want to thank our visitors for coming this morning. If you are a guest, we'd like the opportunity to speak with you after the service. We do have a welcome center in the vestibule. We'd like to speak to you after the service and we'll have a gift for you there. So please stop by and visit with us on your way out this morning before you leave. Uh, we're looking forward to today. I want to make a few announcements before I, I welcome our, our guest today from, from uh, Carthage and also from Elizabethtown. But I just want to remind you, if you are a children's worker, whether it's nursery, preschool, children, or youth, if you work with anybody under the age of 18, we have a policy training and safety team meeting tonight uh, at 5 o'clock in our fellowship hall. So make sure you're here for that because that's a important meeting for you. So let me encourage you to be here. Also, let me remind you, on Wednesday night, we have our Bible study at 6.30 in here. Uh, we do a, a study through Judges. We are learning Bible studies that you did not hear in Sunday school. And so if you have not been a part of that, you're missing out on some things that you probably won't hear anywhere else. And we're looking at the scripture and uh, looking at some of those challenging texts that we'll see in the Bible. So let me encourage you to be here on Wednesdays at 6.30, as well as our WANA that starts at 6 o'clock. On Wednesday evenings. Let me also remind you that we as, at First Baptist, we give you a free gift. If you are part of First Baptist in any way, we give you a free subscription to Right Now Media. And if you don't know what that is, if you go to our website, you can click on Right Now Media and sign up for a free account. We, we cover that cost for you. And there are maybe 10,000 Bible studies that are available to you for free. All you have to do is just go log on, create an account, and uh, acknowledge that you are connected to First Baptist Church, and that's free for you. So let me encourage you to take advantage of that valuable resource. You can have Bible studies every single day, and uh, it will just definitely help you grow in your understanding of God's Word and how to live for Him. And uh, let me also just welcome our folks from... Uh, we, have, we have two different groups. They're off with, with Adult and Teen Challenge, and we have one group from Elizabethtown, and I think that's Coastal Plains. And we have another group that's in uh, Carthage, and that's Sand Hills. So we're delighted to have you with us. They made a, a, a long trip this morning. Uh, we prayed for your safety. Glad that the Lord brought you here safely. Looking forward to you sharing in our worship service. We've been looking forward to this for several months since I talked to Pastor Steve on the phone, and we made this happen. And we're so delighted you're here. We're sorry that the weather has been what it has been, but we're glad to have you here at First Baptist, and we are looking forward to it. And I'll just say this to you, church. You're going to be blessed, you're going to be encouraged, and it's going to be an amazing uh, time of worship, and we're going to see how God's deliverance is real. And it, many of you have already experienced that. You know that God is real, and you know He can deliver, and nobody delivers like He does. Amen? Amen. Amen. So I'm, th I'm so thankful that we have the God that we serve today, and we're going to hear how He has worked in people's lives and is, and is working in people's lives. So, um, so let me encourage you to be very attentive and supportive during this time. Let me also let you know at the end of the service, we are going to uh, receive a love offering for Adult and Teen Challenge. And you can give in several different ways. You can write a check, just write it out at the First Baptist Church, and for Adult and Teen Challenge. Make sure that's very visible so we know that. You can also give online. And if you look in your bulletin, if you received a bulletin, there's instructions on how you can give online. You can text... Uh, FBC Dillon, the 73256, that's all in your bulletin. It'll take you right to an online giving page, and you can just select Adult and Teen Challenge from the drop-down, and you can give online. So let me encourage you to be faithful in giving and supporting this wonderful ministry. And I think you're going to be uh, definitely uh, inspired to do that 
by the end of this service. Well, um, at this time, I would like to go to the Lord in prayer and just ask the Lord to bless our time together. Father, thank you for just allowing us to be here uh, in this place uh, for a time of worship, a celebration, of reflection. As we reflect on your goodness and your grace that's so evident in our lives, thank you for bringing uh, the groups uh, from Elizabethtown and from uh, Carthage safely here to First Baptist Dillon. We just thank you for the work that you're doing through Adult and Teen Challenge. We're excited to see and hear what you're doing in people's lives, and we just celebrate uh, the victories that you give us through Christ Jesus. Lord, I also want to just um, pray that you would empower each of them this morning as they lead us in worship, that you give them the abilities to do the things you've called them to this morning. We're just looking forward uh, to looking and hearing uh, the wonderful, mighty ways that you deliver. And so we just ask that your Holy Spirit work in this place. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. At this time, I'm going to call uh, on Pastor Steve, and we're going to turn it over to him in Adult Teen Challenge. Check, check. Can you hear me? Good morning. I can do it without the microphone if I have to. I'm, I'm pretty loud. Good morning. Good morning. You know, at 10, 15, we, we was wondering if anybody was coming. I don't know if a bus pulled up outside or what, but uh, <laughs> glad to see everybody. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm Pastor Steve. This is Gib Lopez. He's our worship leader. Uh, we're from Adult and Teen Challenge. We have, uh, I'll, I'll explain a little bit more of that uh, later on in the service. But this morning, I hope and our prayer this morning is, is that you will hear something this morning that will stir you. Amen. Hey, listen, uh, just a disclaimer. I don't mind if you say amen. Uh, thank you. <laughs> All right, I like this place. I can tell already. Hey, we just come this morning, man. We're going um, to sing and give some testimonies and tell you about the goodness of the Lord. You know, uh, one of the things I think is very important, I was, I was, uh, I was telling my wife this yesterday, uh, Unfortunately for her, she gets to hear me preach all the time, uh, in the car, in the house, and all that. You guys only get a short little snippet, so congratulations. My wife has to hear it all the time, but uh, I was telling her the other day, you know, uh, I used to serve a Sunday and a Wednesday God. But now I serve a seven days a week God. 365, all day long, God, amen? And that's the spirit we bring with us this morning. We want you to, uh, I, I, my hope and my prayer is that this morning the Lord will stir your heart this morning. Every one of us are in a different place. Some people, please don't, um, uh, can I give a disclaimer? Uh, been a few little jokey jokes between uh, Mr. Fitzgibbon over there and I, uh, about we didn't bring any snakes with us, okay? We just <laughs> well, people just people are funny, but I'm sure we can find some if you would like us. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't even said that. I'm sorry. I'm glad my boss isn't here yet. Hey, well, I'm gonna ask the choir to come on up. Uh, we come on, guys. These are guys from what we call the training center. This is the main center where I work in Carthage. Uh, and I'll explain all of that a little bit later. I have a little slideshow that, that I'm going to share with you and give you some good information. 
Just go on, boy, look at them. Well, I'm going to tell you what, they didn't look like this six months ago, amen? <laughs> hey, Tony, come on, man. You know what? We're going to... I like to shake things up and keep people off uh, getting comfortable. We're we going to give a testimony before we start, amen? This is Tony Masucci, everybody. Come on, Tony. How are y'all doing? Um, I'm Tony Masuji. I am from Warren, Ohio, and I'm 34 years old. Um, growing up, my parents were divorced. Uh, my mom was alcoholic. I used to go to AA meetings with her. Uh, I was just going for a free coffee and donuts, but uh, little did I know I was helping my mom stay on the right path. Today, she's been sober over 25 years, and um, so I... <laughs> I never really got into drinking. Uh, my dad is a police captain, and um, you know, growing up, getting in, hanging out with the wrong people, and doing drugs, and all my friends were wondering why um, I ever did drugs, having a father that was a cop, and uh, you know, addiction doesn't discriminate. So, um, but uh, I got into heroin and fentanyl, um, and ended up leading me to overdosing. Um, I lost my family. I have beautiful kids. Ended up moving to Texas, trying to stay sober. Uh, it ended up working out for quite some time, about 10 years. But um, not having God in my life, it was only a matter of time before I picked back up. And uh, I moved back to Ohio, had my final overdose, and my mom suggested the Dalton Teen Challenge. And uh, when I got here, I wanted to leave really bad, but. Uh, you know, having Andrew as a leader, him coming from like a similar background, that really encouraged me to stay here. And uh, today I've been here six months and um, I'm happy. I'm happy sober and these guys bring a lot of joy into my life. That's all I got, thank you. Well, that's good. We serve a good God. I think it's safe to say uh, there's nothing that our God can't do, right, Tony? Yeah, that's right. Man, we're so excited to be here with you guys this morning and just to worship the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, our Redeemer, the one who restores. You know, two years ago, I lost my family. My wife signed divorce papers. Um, I had OD'd. My mom OD'd me. I used with my mom. I grew up uh, in a family of addicts. I lost my business, lost my friends. I was a danger to myself and everyone around me. And there was no hope for me. I didn't see any hope. You know, God led me to this program. And this is where I met him. This is where I became a son. So this morning, I wanna tell you that I go home every day to my beautiful wife who I've been married to for 14 years. My two beautiful children who adore me and who I adore. So don't tell me there's nothing my God can't do. You know, we're here to celebrate and we're here to declare that over our lives and over this place. <laughs> Come on. 
seated for a second. I appreciate you standing up and clapping with us. I knew you had it in you. I knew. Amen. Hey, come on, Joe. This is Joe, everybody. 
How y'all doing this morning? Uh, my name is Joseph Bivens. I'm 23 years old. Just turned 23 January 6th. And uh, been here six months and come from a small town, something like this. Um, through my addiction, it's caused me to get kicked out of multiple high schools and been to jail, got in trouble a lot. And I'm just grateful to be here now and Tell you what, uh, I've never had a lot a life at all. Really, no hope, no future, no no drive to be great, no purpose in my life for nothing. And coming here to this program, I found a relationship with the God Almighty. I have a relationship with Jesus Christ, and now there's nothing, there's nothing that this world can throw at me that will stop me. Now. My addiction caused me to steal from my family, cheat friends, lose friends. I've been shot five times. It almost ruined me, almost ruined my life, almost ruined my family. And God, he put it all back together, man. It's, it's been a blessing. It's been a journey. And I'm not stopping here. I'm, my ceiling's up here, and I'm, I'm just so blessed. And Thank y'all for supporting this program. It works. It really does. I hope we can all stick it out. All of us up here. I love y'all. Thank y'all for listening to my story. Hey. Hey, old, Joe, old Joe came in, I think like his second week there, I had to take him to the doctor. They had to uh, check his bullet holes. I'm allergic to bullets. I'm just telling you, I'm just, just, they make me break out, Spencer. I'm just telling you, I want it. But you know, it's amazing. If my wife is watching right now, I know I told you I wasn't gonna cry, sorry. Every person that comes into our program, uh, they don't really want to be here when they first get here. Amen. Right? Amen. It's okay, man. I know I've been doing this a long time. It's, it is what it is. And, uh, but somewhere along the line, and everybody does this differently, it's like, it's like it clicks one day. And everybody's time is different. Everybody's timing is different for that. And, and so uh, we just try to get you to the point to where God can get a hold of you, where you actually like, think to yourself. Like I, I had to tell one of the students, uh, I think it was Friday, I said, you know, the, the problem with you is you want to spend more time in the courthouse instead of the church house. Yeah, you can write that one down. That's a good one. Let's just come up with that on top of my head. I'm tired of going to court. Now I take people to court now, but I don't stay there. I, don't, I go visit people in jail. I don't go to jail anymore. You hear what I'm saying? And so like, 
My mother, you know, my mom doesn't like to uh, come to my church because she says, you know, son, you guys are too loud and, and, you know, you're just a little too overboard with it. And so I tell my mom, you know, you want Jesus crazy or you want the world crazy? Because Jesus crazy, your son come home every night. Right? Jesus crazy, I come home to my wife every night. I love my kids. So I don't really care what the world has to say. I wouldn't trade my life back for any of that. And so guys will come into our program, and, and I'll, you know what, I'll share about that a little bit. Like, come on, Steve. Well, I talk too much. I'm talking too much. How's everybody doing? Uh, I'm Steve Braving. I'm 43 years old. I'm from uh, Aberdeen, North Carolina. Um, my whole life I've been surrounded by alcoholics. Um, I grew up in Northwest Ohio. Uh, that's what I knew. You know, that was my fallback. Um, I started drinking at a young age. Um, I had a plan, you know, I joined the military, spent six years in active duty, have 23 years of federal service. Um, I got married. Um, I'm still married. Uh, I have two wonderful boys. Um, but through that process, I lost a lot. Um, friends, teammates, family. Um, I had a lot of pain, you know, that, that I was trying to get rid of. I was trying to, I, I was looking for things of this world. You know, I, I'd look to the to a grocery store shelf for a bottle to ease my pain. You know, um, I, I was throwing my my career away. Uh, my relationship with my wife was dwindling, going away. I was ruining things with my kids. Um, and I was just throwing it all away for a substance in a bottle. You know, um, I trained some of our country's most elite soldiers, you know, um, and I hung my hat on those things. But uh, none of that. None of that was more important than, than um, trying, to, trying to drown my pain in alcohol. Uh, that became a priority in my life. And then I woke up in jail. Um, I woke up in jail. Um, I didn't know what I was going to do. Uh, I, knew what, I knew what I was doing wasn't, sure wasn't working. You know, I lost my job. My wife's about to leave me. My kids don't want anything to do with me. Um, my wife says, you're going to Teen Challenge. I said, I am not. I'm not going to Teen Challenge. You're not taking me away from my family for a year. I don't want to do it. I fell to my knees. I started crying in a bail bondsman's office. Um, I stopped looking here. I stopped looking to a bottle. I started looking up. That's what I needed to do. Yeah. Um, I can tell you this much uh, in First Corinthians. You know, well, before before I go any further, us addicts, we have we have something for everybody. We, we have an excuse. We could talk our way out of anything. We know we know just what to say, when to say it, how to say it. We justify our actions better than anybody, right? We can talk. We got it. But in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20, it says, The kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. 
and through the power of Jesus Christ, I got my marriage back and I've been delivered from alcohol. Man, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy the father of the home. Yeah, that's what he does. But here at Adult and Teen Challenge, we restore men back to their rightful place where they're supposed to be. You know, uh, I can sit here and quote statistics to you all day long, uh, but I won't do that. But when you bring Jesus into the equation, all those statistics go away. Like, like, for instance, 65% of men that are incarcerated come from fatherless homes. So if you, restore, if you restore the father back to the home, those statistics go away. Do you hear what I'm saying? Jesus is, is the, he's the common denominator. Thank you. Common denominator. <laughs> That's why I got y'all back here, man. The common denominator, he really is. And so... All of that stuff goes away. We, we, look, we turn on the TV uh, for those of you that watch the news all the time. Man. That's why you're so drabby all the time, because you're watching the darn news all the time. Just, just watch it once a week to keep up with it. Can I tell you what the news is today? There's some people that ain't getting along with one another somewhere for some reason. So you don't have to watch today. And you can begin to watch the news all the time and start to find yourself becoming depressed when you can pick up the good news. Is this on? Is this on? Is y'all here? We're just checking. It got quiet in here, Gib. I was. Hey, Jake. Come on. Jake. Yeah, come on, Jake. <laughs> hey. Uh, uh, my name. My name is Jacob Vaughn. Um, I'm from Greensboro, North Carolina. 28 years old. And uh, before I got to this program, uh, I was as broken as you can be. I was uh, strung out on fentanyl. Um, my cousin had just got shot and killed. And uh, everybody in my life didn't want to be around me because I was, I was on drugs. I was bad, I was bad off. Um, I, I got here and I had to take a, a real look in the mirror and, and see like, who I was. And I had, to, I had to come to the conclusion what I was doing wasn't working. So uh, I just submitted to, to the rules and, and got a relationship with God and started talking to him. And I've never been happier in my life. I've, I've never had the joy that I've had. Everything that I lost, my, my girlfriend, my, my family, everything was, it's been given back to me. And it's 10 times better than it ever was. Um, in Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 14, it says, On a good day, enjoy yourself. On a bad day, examine your conscience. God arranges for both types of days so that we won't take anything for granted. And I won't take my family or my life for granted anymore. Thank you. Y'all don't know what just happened just now. The reason I asked Jacob, I said, hey, Jacob, do you want to? Because Jacob's one of the quiet ones. They don't always like to speak. Man, he's breaking off scriptures on us and everything, man. 
Hey, you know, when you hear these guys share, as well as myself, you hear, I lost, I lost, I lost. But then they made a choice to follow Christ. And then you hear, I gained, I gained, I gained. Isn't it awesome to know that you're in a fight that you can't lose? You know, that's my mentality. Um, I'm one of those people that, like, when you tell me an idea to do something, I'm like, man, let's do it. And, you know, and everybody else is going, but, hey, we got to do this first. And you need those people to keep you honest. You just don't need to tell them to plan it first because they'll talk you out of it, you know. But I'm one of those people, I just believe God will do it. Uh, and the more crazier it sounds, the more I believe God will do it. Because when I have to rely on him in any situation, then I know that he's got to do it. Anybody blessed yet? Thank you, ma'am. Come on, come on, uh, Pinto, come on, brother. Why we had small bit right here. Morning, uh, Michael Pantoja, and I'm from uh, Sanford, North Carolina. Um, my father's side of the family was laced with alcoholics, and uh, that was never going to be me, right? So I still remember the day, probably about six months into my drinking at the age of 20, mom looked at me and um, said, son, there'll be a day you never laid it down. Well, 16 years later to the date, I'm here to stand that God is real and that I have laid it down. Six months in, this has been a blessing to my life and to my wife. Because this has also shown how she has stepped away from the ministry. And so this has brought her down. And as I've been in here, I've also had to, I've been praying over peace and didn't know why. And finally, about three weeks ago, he showed me that the peace has come. And uh, some stuff had happened at home. And uh, But now it's all clean and clear due to the graciousness of God. And I thank you. Have a good day. You know, Steve mentioned, uh, you know, there's a common thing between us all. You know, we lost, we lost, we lost, and the scripture in Matthew comes to mind. You know, those who find their lives, you know, will lose it, but those who lose their lives for my sake will find true life. You know, we had to lose everything to gain everything. So, that's <laughs> something to celebrate. <laughs>
My slideshow up real quick. I'm gonna uh, attempt to run through that. I was hoping my boss was gonna be here. I was gonna <laughs> make him do it. <laughs> but anyway, from Adult and Teen Challenge, you can go to the next slide there. Just want to give you a few updates and kind of tell you some of the things that are going on at Teen Challenge. We got a few pictures. Things. This is our go-to scripture here. Uh, if you graduate our program and don't know this script, matter of fact, that won't happen. Uh, you, will, you will know this scripture uh, before you move into 
to the training center. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's therefore now a new creation. Amen. Amen. I paraphrase that just a bit. Amen. Yeah, behold, the old is gone, the new has come. That's right. Amen. We're new, you're a new creation. You know, uh, you, you, have to, you have to tell yourself that sometimes. It constantly. Tell I'll give you an example. Uh, and I'm not trying to pick on uh, um, NA and AA and all that. But I'm going to pick on them. Right. You know, there's one thing to stand up every day and say, hi, my name's Steve and I'm a drug addict. Then to say, hi, my name is Steve and I'm a conqueror in Christ. You know, it's just two different sets. You know, if you, if you tell yourself, uh, I tell my kids this, I'm probably being a little too, too transparent right now. Uh, but I tell, my, I tell my, I have three boys, I would tell them this growing up. I actually tell them a lot of things. Uh, you know, hey, uh, all you parents... Don't you know how your kids think you're real stupid? That, uh, you know, until later on in life, then they figure it out. Like, man, mom and dad weren't as dumb as I thought they were. Uh, I used to tell my kids, you know, um, if you wake up every day and tell yourself that you're an idiot, and like you constantly say that to yourself, or I'm stupid, or whatever you say to yourself, if you say that to yourself all the time, well, Okay, I'll just check it. I was, just, I was waiting for a response. I didn't. Yeah, right? And so when I wake up every morning, man, I, I say, hey, Lord, thank you. One, that I'm up. You know, first I have to get moving a little bit. I don't jump up as perky as I used to. Uh, but I have to say, hey, Lord, you know what? Even though my ankle hurts and I got to pop it back into place when I get up, you know, I say, hey, Lord, thank you. I can walk. You know, because I'm grateful. You know, Lord, thank you for this food on the table, Lord. My wife can Never mind. Forgot we were videoing this. I'll tell you that afterwards. Amen. Margie, turn the TV off for a second. <laughs> no, I'm actually going to leave that alone. Next slide. Just a couple of statistics here. I'm going to have to turn this way because I can't see them way back there. 21.2 uh, million Americans struggle with addiction. This is in 2018. That number has uh, uh, escalated since then due to the COVID crisis. Uh, opioids were involved in 46,000 uh, deaths in 2018. That has doubled now to almost 100,000. Let that sink in for a second. 504 billion dollars. In 2015, the cost of the opioid crisis alone was estimated at this cost right here, $504 billion. At Teen Challenge, we can do it for a fraction of that cost. How many of you know the government wastes money? Okay, just make sure you're still awake. Yes, yes, they do. And they just some way, somehow find some way, somehow to make stuff just cost a whole lot. Well, the reason we're here and able to do what we do is because of people like yourself because of local churches and everything for our support and everything. That's why we're here. Uh, 23 years ago, I walked through the Teen Challenge doors and um, had I not had a place to go, I probably wouldn't be standing in front of you right now. Uh, Lord healed my marriage. My wife, uh, like the prodigal son, she came to her senses and took, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry, baby, I'm just, a joke never gets old. You notice none of the women laugh when I said that. 
No, but the Lord healed our marriage, and uh, we, we remarried. So I tell people I've been married 23 years, two tries, uh, but we finally made it. Uh, and so if you'll go to the next slide. In the beginning, uh, David Wilkinson, 1958, he felt the call from God to go to New York City to help uh, five young gang members that were on trial for murder. And out of that, listen, I want to make something very clear here. Is that David Wilkinson heard the call of God in his life. He was a, he, he was from the uh, uh, rural, what do you say, rural, rural country. He's from the country of, uh, I don't know why I can't roll my R's. Uh, he was from the countryside of Pennsylvania and felt the call of God to go to New York City. Can, can you let that sink in for a second? David Wilkinson didn't know anything about drugs and alcohol, but God called him to go to New York City. And through all of that, eventually, uh, for those of you who have seen the movie, The Crossing the Switchblade with Pat Boone, we still show that uh, to the guys, by the way. We need to update that thing. Teen Challenge was started. But this is the point I want to make. Sometimes people will sit back and they'll say, well, I can't help these people or this person or these type of people or whatever because I don't know, you know, I've never been there and I don't know where they, you know, I don't know how to relate to them and whatever kind of way. Can I tell you that David Wilkinson had no idea how to help a drug addict or alcoholic, but God used him? So then can you, ask, can you answer me a question or just privately to yourself, then why can't God use you to do what he's maybe called you to do? Amen? All right, we'll move on. I'm just picking. Next slide, please. Today there are over 200 adult and teen challenge centers, uh, residential programs here in the United States, and over 1,400 centers uh, across the world. Isn't that amazing? One man's call to New York City. Yeah, yeah, thank you. One man's call. One man answered the call of God to New York City who had no idea what to do. And here we are standing here 60 years later. I don't know, I, that, stuff like that is just amazing to me. Next slide. Our success rate. Uh, this book right here, The Jesus Factor, um, this book was written uh, years ago. Matter of fact, you get it on Amazon, I think it costs about $50 now because <laughs> uh, you can't find a copy. I actually have one. Uh, I actually have one in my office. I have to hide it because guys will come in and go, oh, the Jesus factor. What? And I say, hey, hey, I need that back. Please don't tear the pages and don't highlight nothing. I'm going to sell that for about $500 one day. <laughs> but our success rate far outweighs any secular uh, program that there is. There's, there's no one, uh, there's no secular programs that I'm aware of that even come close. It's not even in, the, we're not even in the same race. You know why? It's because of the Jesus factor. Amen. The government has done plenty of studies over the years, and they all come up with the same conclusion. It's because of the Jesus factor, and that's exactly why this uh, book was written. Amen. Next slide, please. These are centers right here, Adult and Teen Challenge Centers, our training center in Carthage, which is where these guys uh, reside right there. As you can see, it's pretty shabby. Uh, Yeah, that's what the guys tell their moms and dads when they call them. You know, oh, man, the water's terrible. 
So, man, the killers, man, they don't feed us nothing, we're starving, you know. And then the parents show up and go, they all get out the car the same way, they go like this. Like, hey, man, you told me this place was a dump. <laughs> yeah, that's like. Kannapolis here, uh, uh, can you go back that slide? Boy, you own it, I hear you. I, can you go back one slide real quick? Somebody. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> Our Kannapolis Center right here, which uh, your, your own uh, First Baptist Church, uh, uh, Andrew, I forgot your name there for a second. Andrew uh, is the program manager there at that facility there in Kannapolis, which is right outside of uh, uh, Concord, Charlotte. Uh, yeah, he runs out. I'm going to have him come up in a, in a little bit and um, share with you. Next slide. And then our newly uh, acquired property here that's in Elizabethtown, which is where these guys reside right now. Uh, which is in Bladen County, which is actually, uh, I don't know if y'all know this or not, the beach is only an hour away. Uh, that's why I'm trying to come down here and work this summer. Um, Spencer, we're going to take you to the beach, man, I promise. Just, just don't tell these guys we went, they'll be jealous. But yeah, we were able to acquire this property here. I am, I am uh, I'm truly amazed uh, how things fall together for us sometimes when God puts his finger on something and things just happen. You know, when uh, my, uh, our executive director, Russ, took me to look at this property, we went to go look and see if it was something we wanted to do. And when I walked up, you know, I said, man, I mean, before I even got in, uh, I said, man, Russ, we need to go ahead and do this. And so Elizabethtown is up and running. Matter of fact, the guys over here, uh, how y'all long y'all been over there? It's your second week? Two weeks. Three weeks. Two weeks. One week. <laughs> They've been over there a little while. Yeah. We don't know how long. It's just, we just know they're there. Yeah, so uh, through your support and everything, this is all possible for us. We actually have some other uh, people that are coming on board with us uh, to help us uh, pay some of these debts off and everything because we like to operate uh, debt-free. Amen. Yeah, we like to pay stuff off. Amen. Next slide. Our adult and teen challenge services, one, we, we all, uh, I'm not nervous. I just, for some reason, have an have a issue with the Ang English language. <laughs> so, hope my mom's not watching. I, I drive her nuts. She'll call me after services. She says, son, you know what? You need to work on your English. You said, you said got and you were supposed to say have, you know. All this is that. And then I go back to, hey, mom, would you rather me be Jesus crazy? I'm sorry. Well, speak English. We say whatever. Yeah, online mentor. This is one of the things that we're excited about. We have brought on a new program. I think it's on one of our other slides, but I'll go ahead and share on it now. Uh, we have a program called Sober Peer, which is an electronic program that we're just now starting to implement. Last week, we're going through the training phase of that and learning. Everything will be digital for us. So, uh, you know, when these guys take a test and pass the test, it'll be in the system. When we meet with them, it'll be in the system. When they graduate, when they graduate, they can sign up for follow-up where they will be able to download an app. And I'll be able to follow you everywhere you go. <laughs> yeah, it's great. See how excited they are? Yeah. No, but it's an accountability thing. And so kind of how that works in a nutshell is, a guy will sign up when he leaves the program. He'll sign up for Sober Peer. He'll download the app and everything. And before he leaves, he'll tell us, you know, like, like certain places 
that he used to go that he doesn't need to be. And we can mark those. And if he gets within a mile of those places, it'll ding me and ping me or somebody or whoever he deems his accountability partner. And we'll be able to pick up the phone and call him and say, hey, man, hey, brother, hey, you over there, where you, where, where, where you at? Where you at, man? You know, and so it's going to be a, a great tool that we're, we're just now learning to use. Uh, we're, we're, we're thankful to have it. We're looking forward to it. We're, we're all eventually going to have iPads to give. Yeah, I know, man. Don't fall over. We'll be able to look on our iPad. We'll be able to correspond with the students even from home. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the world we live in now. Next slide. Uh, next slide. Weekly support groups. We just hired on a couple here at Adult and Teen Challenge, uh, John and, and uh, Carol. They do, uh, we have a program. When you first come into our program, you come into what we call the 30-day process. You come into the 30-day process, and there is not as uh, intense as the rest of the program. And they have a, a, a daily support group that they meet with, amen? And so it's kind of like a therapy-type uh, group. And then they have some classes that they do also. And also, you can do these online, too, through our, through our program of Sober Peer. And so when you graduate the program, you can actually join a weekly support group and do it online if, if need be. Amen? Next slide, please. Sober Peer Online Mentoring. That's it right there. I've already told you about it. We can go to the next <laughs> uh, slide. Steps for admissions. This is always a question uh, that people ask. I have some, um, actually have some of these cards here with our information on it that the guys will be passing out when you leave today. If you would like one, take one. If you know someone that needs help, uh, it's a simple process right there. You pick up the phone and call us. I was looking for a reaction there. I didn't get one. That's kind of awkward. We'll keep moving. Um, you can also go online and fill out an online application now. Man, I am so excited about that. Our application was like an unemployment application. I mean, it was like 12, 13 pages. When well, we shorten that up now, and it's like a short survey now. You just fill out your information and submit it to the office, and uh, somebody will uh, get back with you. And then once that process goes and we process your application, and then also get a COVID test, uh, yeah, you got to do that and be negative. And um, just don't bring that negativity with you in the program. Just kidding. Just playing. I know that was dirty. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah, and then we'll schedule you for admissions, and then you'll show up on campus, and you'll get to see mine and Gibbs' pretty face, and we'll escort you to that dump of a room that you'll be living in. Taken. <laughs> Amen. Next slide. Yeah. So three ways to stay connected. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram, and you can also visit our website, Sandhills TC. Uh, org, and you can also sign up for our newsletter there. We'll send you an e-newsletter, and we'll also send you one in the mail if you don't. Some people, anybody still get the newspaper here? We'll send you one. Uh, we'll send you a newsletter uh, in the mail. Won't be with your paper, but it'll come the same way. Hey, you know, sometimes you, uh, sometimes when I'm teaching class, I'll say something. Uh, like one day I was teaching a class, and I made a reference to going to the bank and cashing my paycheck. Yeah, like, to me, that's not anything. But to an 18-year-old, you know, they're like, what would you do that for? <laughs> and I had to realize how old I am. 
Why'd you have to go to the bank and cash your check? Well, see, son, before we put them on paper and you actually had to go in and talk to somebody. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't do that anymore. So same way with social media. And so you can visit our website and get a lot of information. And like I said, when, when this is over, we'll have a couple guys standing in the back handing out cards. And if you know someone that needs help, we will gladly uh, take them after they go through the admissions process. Amen. Next slide. I think that's, I think that's all of it. Yes. Hey, uh, before we move on, I'm going to ask Andrew to come on up here. Come on, Andrew. This <laughs> one, oh, man, it's so so good to be here today. This is this is coming home for me. Um, I grew up in this church. I'm a member of this church. And uh, before I start, I just like to I like to thank all of you because I know a lot of you really uh, fought a battle of prayer for me in my worst times. So just thank you, um, Jamie. You've been a huge mentor to me in my life. Uh, Michael Sapp's back there. The uh, last time I saw Sapp, it was two years ago. He was picking me up from the Dillon County Detention Center. So uh, we're meeting on better terms today. But you've, uh, you've been there for me in some of the worst times also, so thank you. Um, man. So I grew up in Dillon. I went to Dillon Christian School. I was in this church my whole life, involved in the youth here. I did mission work um, to Africa with the church. Um, and all that stuff, I really was only doing it because, you know, that's where my friends were. It was something to do to take up time. I didn't do it because of a true personal relationship with Christ. So there was really nothing there that I stood for. And, you know, if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for everything. So I went off to college. And when I got there, I didn't know who I was. I kind of struggled with depression. I didn't know the, the direction I wanted to take in life. And so first off, you know, I found, I found marijuana. And I found that I didn't have to really didn't have to really care as much anymore. And that just that progressed over time into harder drug use. I started using heroin. That's when everything just fell apart in my life. Um, I dropped out of school. That was like one of the first things that happened. So I didn't complete that. I pushed my family away. I was a complete terror to them. Um, I had no success. I had no real hope in life, and no direction. And um, Everything, everything turned around. I, I got to meet Elizabeth Price for the first time this morning. I was, the first thing I remember um, was David Price walking up to my window of my car. And as soon as I saw him, I said, God, I'm not getting out of this one. It's, <laughs> this is, it's, uh, it's over for me now. Because if you knew David, you knew he was uh, a man of conviction and you weren't, there was no ifs, ands, or buts. You were going to face the consequences. So, um, my wake-up call in life, it, uh, it started with him. So I was arrested. I went to jail. Um, my lawyer came to me, and he said, you know, there's, there's no more chances for you. You've already, I was already, I'd already been in trouble a couple of times at this point. He said, there's this place called Adult and Teen Challenge. You can, you can do that, or you can, you, know, you can do your time. And that was kind of an obvious choice for me, which one I should take. So... Um, I went to Teen Challenge, kind of kicking, kicking and screaming, um, didn't want anything to do with it. And it took several months of being there for God to, uh, to soften my heart. Um, about eight months into the program, I was in the van with our, uh, our last program director, Sal, and we were talking about Jeremiah 29, 11, and it said, you know, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and plans to give you hope for your future. And, you know, I just realized that maybe, maybe me getting a second chance 
Maybe it didn't just happen by chance. Maybe, maybe my life could be used for something more, and there could be a hope, and there could be a future for me. And I decided at that point to really just take hold of that promise that God gave me for hope and for my future. And ever since then, everything's been completely different for me. I rededicated my life to Christ in August of 2020, I guess it would be. And uh, from that point on, he gave me a whole new, whole new path for my future. Um, I graduated in December of, when did I graduate, 2020, maybe? What did I think, Steve? Is that what it was? 2020. Uh, so I graduated in December of 2020. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my future, so I was praying to God, and I said, you know, what do, what do you want me to do next? And he just, all I heard was just stay. So I stayed with Teen Challenge. I did an internship, which was an amazing growing experience to me to start giving back. And through giving back to, to the guys that are on this stage right here, I realized that that's what I want to do with my life, is to help other people find freedom from what I suffered from. So uh, I, was, I came on as staff at Teen Challenge and became the campus manager in our Kannapolis campus in July of this year. And man, everything's just been, it's been amazing the way that God's changed my life since I started to follow him. Um, after I'd been hired on as staff at Teen Challenge, the last thing I felt like I was missing was to pick up where I started with schooling, you know, because I, I dropped out due to my addiction. And uh, one of the churches we're involved with, Multiplied Church, um, I worked with them pretty closely, and the, one of the pastors there, when she met me, she said she felt God saying, you know, just help them, help them with school. And so they, uh, they came on board and actually offered me a full scholarship to uh, Southeastern University where I've started this semester. But I, I say all that to say that it doesn't, if you're sitting like in this congregation right now and, you know, you're feeling hopeless and you feel like you've gone too far and there's too much you've done and that you can't be restored from the addiction that you find yourself in, that there's still hope and God still, he'll still honor those dreams that you had so long ago. So uh, there's help for you. This program, we'd be happy to help you. Come and find us after this service. We can give you information. If you have someone you love that needs help, come find us. We can give you information on how to get in. But yeah, there's, there's always hope. And thank you. Thank you for clapping for me to come back up. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, so Andrew, it's obvious uh, you're loved here. Hey, Amen. That's a good thing. I remember when he came in the program. I remember we were, what class were we in? The Truth Project, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he was asking me all them questions. Like, look, man. I just, I just hit play on the DVD, man. I don't know. That stuff is... <laughs> But I remember Andrew would ask all these questions, man, and I would just, you know, I remember one day, I think it was you and I that had this conversation, you know, God ain't scared of your questions. You know, we all got questions, don't we? There's a lot of stuff I can't explain, and I guess if we could explain it, then I wouldn't have any need for God then, would I? The fact that I can't explain it, and I can't fix, anyway, I'm rumbling. Hey, can I, can I share, share just a quick word with you out of Matthew chapter 6? Yeah, Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33. Uh, I love this scripture, and I think it fits today. Starting in verse 33, it says, But the, multi the multitudes saw, I'm reading out the New King James. 
It says, but the multitude saw them departing and many knew, knew him and ran there on foot from all the cities. They arrived before them and came together to him. And Jesus, when he came out, saw a great multitude and he was moved with compassion for them because they were like sheep not having a shepherd. You know, when you have compassion on people, it's not just feeling sorry for somebody. It's feeling sorry for somebody, but wanting to do something about it. Amen. That's compassion. And I think it's interesting to see right here where our Lord, he sees these people and it says he has compassion on them. He said, because he noticed that they were like sheep without a shepherd. Uh, then it says, so he began to teach them many things. Verse 35. When the day was now far spent, his disciples came to him and said, this is a deserted place and already the hour is late. Send them away that they may go into the surrounding country and villages and buy themselves some bread for they have nothing to eat. Verse 37. But he answered and said to them, you give them something to eat. I think it's important for us to realize that many times we want to point the finger and say, God, use that person. When God says he want to use you. The disciples were standing there and they're with they're with the Lord and Savior himself. They've seen him heal people. They've seen many signs and wonders. Yet the first thing they said to him was a complaint. Or an excuse, rather. Amen. And they said, you know, send them off to the countryside. You're sitting there with the bread of life. And Jesus turns to them. He said, they don't need to go anywhere. I'm paraphrasing. They don't need to go anywhere. You give them something to eat. So I don't know where you're at today, this morning. I don't know where this church won't know what you're going through, uh, what's happening, or anything. But I do know this. Whatever you're in need of here from the Lord, he's speaking to you and saying, you you go do it. You want to reach your community, this, this town of Dillon, you want to reach them, then you're going to have to do it. You can't sit around and wait for everybody else because that time will never come. And sometimes you got to go by yourself. Can I tell you a quick story real quick? I promise it'll be quick. In my earlier uh, training, I worked at a place called the Los Angeles Dream Center, and I worked for a program called Metro Kids. It's the largest children's ministry in the world. It's unbelievable if you've ever seen this place. And we go out five, six days a week, and we do children's ministry out uh, in the neighborhood outreach. And uh, some parents had approached me one day and asked me, will you come over to our neighborhood and do it? Because nobody wanted to go over to this neighborhood because it was a rough, rough area, and nobody wanted to come. And I said, well, we'll come if you help us. You know, I'm not going to come and do everything, but if you promise to support us, we'll come. And so uh, the day had came, we, we, we got in the truck and everything. I had, a, I had a little truck that folded out into a stage and all that. And we were getting ready to drive into the neighborhood. And just to give you a little idea how this neighborhood is, uh, the ambulance, if the ambulance is called to this neighborhood, it will not come in that neighborhood until the police show up and escort it down there. I was just telling you, that's yeah, a nice place. So I pulled over about four blocks away and I told the people that were working with me, I said, hey, if any of you got any doubts and you don't want to go, please tell me now and get out the van now. Because once we get there, there's no retreating. Well, everybody got out the van. That wasn't a joke. They got, 
They got out the van and I was sitting there by myself and I'm sitting there going, what am I going to do? I told these people I'm coming and I know the Lord called us. And the Lord gave me the scripture. He said, you go give them something to eat. So I drove the van down in there and drug dealer was beating on the side of the van, yelling at me and stuff. It was great. Uh, and then finally, Grandma came out the house, and she started yelling at everybody. You know, Peanut, you get over there. Jojo, Joe, 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 you, I'm going to tell your mama. Just, you know. She started straightening everything out, and then the police pulled up, and they called me over, and they said, man, you know where you at, man. <laughs> I said, yes, sir. And I said, this is going to seem like an odd request, but could y'all please leave? Because as long as you're here, nobody's going to come out. And they just looked at me like I was crazy. And... Uh, that was 15, 16 years ago. Do you know that that site right there is one of the largest Metro Kids sites that operates in the city of Los Angeles today? I don't say that. The, oh, yeah, you know what I mean. I say that because I know what David Wilkerson did. He set the example for us to go when you're called and for you to go do it. See, that had, been in, that had been embedded in me in the Teen Challenge program. So when I was stuck, in, when I was in that situation, I knew exactly what to do. I knew that God had called me, and I knew that I was supposed to go. And God told me, you go give those people something to eat. God is telling you each in here the same thing. Amen? And I don't know what situation you're in. I don't know uh, where the church is at. I don't know what's going on at home, but I do know this. God will equip, he will equip you. Matter of fact, uh, the, less, the less equipped you feel, the more equipped you are. Because in my weakness, he is strong. So the weaker I am, actually the stronger I am. Isn't that weird how that works? So actually, the dumber I am, the actually the smarter I am. just a little inside of my thinking. That's why I don't get worried. I don't, I don't worry about stuff like that. I don't, I don't get nervous too many, too many times. Why? Because I know, I know that I'm weak and I know that I need God. And as long as I need God, I know that I can never go wrong. I know that anything that he calls me to do, he's going to equip me to do it. Even when I don't feel qualified to do it, he qualifies the unqualified. Amen. Hey, Pastor, I'm going to go ahead and call. We're going to skip to our fourth song. I'm going to call you on up. Uh, if you've been blessed this morning, would you give them a big hand? I'm so thankful they were willing to come this morning and share with us, and it's so encouraging to hear how God delivers. And you know, uh, there are a lot of people going through all kinds of things, and they don't feel like there's a, a way out, and yet God is the one who uh, rescues us. I don't know about you, but I'm so thankful he rescued me uh, years ago, and, uh, and uh, I hope that you know that and have experienced that same deliverance as well. But when we come to this time, Andrew, I asked Andrew, I said, you know, Andrew, I'd like for you guys to come and share with us in worship one Sunday morning. 
And Andrew said, well, that would be a good thing, but you know, a love offering will be required. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we do want to support what's happening. And it's easy to get behind something when you see God working there. And you definitely see God working at Adult and Teen Challenge, not just in Sand Hills, but all over the country. And so uh, it's important for us to support things that God's using to bring deliverance in people's lives. And I've shared this story with you, and I'll share it with you once again. A few years ago, I was uh, at the fire department one day, and this guy I recognized that had been in my youth ministry uh, earlier when I was doing youth ministry. I said, what, what are you doing here? To every question, the one solution.